ready? Yeah. The time is here, Guardians. Your journey begins now. Let us begin. You're listening to Destiny the Show. Oh boy, Destiny the Show is here. It's the day, the day, the day. It's the night show, September 9th. We totally planned it this way so that Destiny the Show number 9 comes out on the 9th, the day that Destiny actually comes out. Completely planned, of course. And uh, All part of the plan. Yeah, you guys just are falling into our secret evil plan. That's actually not evil, but uh, I do got to be real with you guys. We just finished recording the 30-minute show. We were literally at the shout-outs, and my power went out, and so <laughs> I lost the whole file. I'm trying to hold back the salt right now because I'm pretty salty about the whole thing. But with that said, guys, we're going to do an abridged version of the show. I have worked fairly soon, um, and we're going to just really talk about Destiny. Hopefully, you guys get more time to play um, Destiny because our short little show. So minimize us, go level your guardian, do whatever it is that you got to do. A uh, short little piece of news, and then we'll get into the topic because Diddy's been playing for four hours. All right, guys, day one patch is out. It's 1.01. It's 300 megabytes, so people with slow internet don't worry too much. There's a huge list of patch notes to go over. Both me and Diddy recommend that you go and look at them. Diddy, why is it important to pay attention to patch notes? Some people might not be used to patch notes. They'll probably just be used to title updates if you're Mm -hmm. not an MMO or League of Legends or whatever player. Patch notes are important because they do drastically... They change... They do balance changes to the game live, right? And Mm -hmm. patch notes come more often than title updates. So, like, with Halo 3, we had, like, one title update, whatever. With Halo Reach, we had one title update. We're going to have a lot of patches for Destiny. So, if you're playing with the hand cannons as soon as Destiny launched, because they got buffed, that's really awesome. They're really good now. If they nerf hand cannons in the second patch and you don't know about it, because you didn't read the patch notes, then you're just going to be behind the times and you're going to be hurting for a while. So definitely keep up with patch notes because there are definitely some drastic changes that do happen in each patch. Very worthwhile. Uh, Second piece of news, all 25 codes for the Grim War have been revealed uh, and there's a cool little script that you can enter to get access to all those cards. Uh, The JavaScript is pretty easy to do, as Diddy said, and this just gets you access to 25 Grim War cards. So check out the link in the show notes. Uh, we got more details of the PlayStation exclusive content. Again, links in the show notes. We mentioned all this last week. Um, but the, here's here's a big one I do want to stop on for a second. Uh, Destiny Arena has been added to GameBattles.com. Now, even though there's no private match feature yet in Destiny, MLG um, put on Game Battles. MLG owns Game Battles. A thing called Destiny Arena, and they're looking for players to start putting their teams together. So it looks like there's going to actually be, to my surprise, some Game Battle support for Destiny. Yeah, that came out of nowhere for me. It's just, it's really surprising because we said there was a 0% chance that it was going to happen. <laughs> but now it seems like, I guess Destiny is similar enough to Call of Duty that MLG sees potentially supporting it. So it's it's nice to see. Some avenue for revenue um, for them because game battles, I think, are usually purchase you purchase into events. 
I could be wrong, but I don't know. Um, PS3 to PS4, as my text message goes off. Uh, PS3 to PS4 digital upgrade is available on September 10th. So for PlayStation 3 users, if you are going to be getting a next-gen console down the road, I think it's free if you get a PlayStation 4. Is that correct? That's the way... That's it. Yes, I think so. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Because Bungie understands, or Activision, they understand that, you know, the holiday season's coming up. Some of you might get next-generation consoles, upgrades, and they want you to be able to continue to play Destiny on a newer generation of console. And don't forget, all of your information is transferable between uh, generations. So if you have a PlayStation 3 and you're max level already by the time Christmas comes out and you get a PlayStation 4 for Christmas, then you can just transfer that character. You don't have to lose anything. Free, easy, and good. Everything that we like here at Destiny the Show. This is your ghost, Miranda. And when I'm not out helping Guardians... I'm listening to Destiny, the show. Which finally brings us to what I wanted to actually talk about today, and I already know about it, but that's okay. We're going to talk again. Diddy, how is Destiny so far? What's the experience like? Oh, it's amazing. It's so good. I love it. Uh, especially in terms of the patches that they did from beta until now. The hand cannons are good now <laughs> uh, they can they fire qu- more quickly you mean uh, they kill people they actually kill people they're actually they're they're more useful in pvp now poppycock exactly it's just like it's r- ridiculous so they they got a bit of a damage buff uh, the hand cannons did and uh, i have i have some gloves gauntlets that increase the reload speed of hand mm-hmm. cannons so yeah. it it makes it really nice to use especially when i can just one shot a lot of enemies in the explore in the campaign it just makes it so easy yeah so it's it's nice to pick off the lower level enemies and then actually try and focus the harder level enemies so so what level are you right now in the game i'm level nine and i've been playing for about four hours so oh yeah so we said that leveling would be slower once the game came out that seems to be not true at all uh, so it's it's roughly the same as the beta in terms of leveling uh, but that's because once you unlock bounties mm-hmm. at like level five or level six those really help you uh into gaining an experience bus buff it's just like kill 100 enemies without dying in the campaign easy that's yeah that takes that takes 10 minutes and it gives you half a level at level six or whatever mm-hmm. and it's really useful to uh, make the game feel less grindy and less cumbersome you know what i mean yeah but now that i'm level nine i do start to see that the level scaling is taking effect. <laughs> it, it took me longer to get from eight to nine than it did from one to two you know what i mean yeah and i'm sure as users who are playing right now probably know you said the experience is virtually the same as the beta so far in terms of the story missions that you've been playing correct exactly so the first six story missions are the same okay so the first five on Earth and then the one from the moon, if you experience the moon, those are all the same. And I've actually only played one extra mission that I have never played before, mm-hmm. and it was really good. It was just, it was very immersive. And they they are kind of short, but that's because I'm playing on normal difficulty. Yeah. And uh, I don't want to... I don't want to play on a harder difficulty right now because this is a whole new universe. So like Halo 3, Halo Reach, and Halo 4, I just jumped in, played Legendary Campaign because I knew the Halo mechanics. Destiny is a little bit different. I have no idea. It's a brand new thing. It's a brand new game, brand new world, brand new universe, brand new enemies, brand new everything. 
I just want to calmly and easily make my way through the campaign. So that's why I'm playing on normal first. I might do a uh, harder level because... <laughs> so when I played the moon mission in the beta, I yeah. was already max level for the beta. And it's a level six story mission. So it was super easy. So I played it on the harder difficulty and it gave me a nice challenge, right? Yeah, it made it more fun to go through it instead of just grind story, grind story, grind exactly. story. So when I played that same mission at level six when I'm supposed to, yeah, on the normal difficulty, I was like, man, this is easy. <laughs> it was it was a lot easier than I had remembered. I'm like, wow, there's a lot less enemies coming through that door. So it's the harder difficulty is noticeable, and uh, it definitely adds some replayability. Something, too, I want to bring up. I know I glossed over the patch notes. Guys, in the first recording, we actually went through a lot of the patch note stuff. There is huge amounts of changes to everything, to abilities, to weapon balance, to timings, to PvP stuff, to world stuff. There is a ton of changes within the first patch set of notes. So the way it actually plays out, like Diddy literally can say that auto rifles feel different. The hunter feels different already. Like, just from four hours of gameplay. So it appears that the beta, the testing, and all the changes they've done behind closed doors, it's really doing stuff before the game even comes out, which I'm surprised. Like, I would have expected a patch 1.01 later, two weeks after release, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Not day one of release, yeah. I, I feel like they must have started development on it and test because they have to do development and then test that patch for bugs. So they must have done it, like, literally while the beta was going on or right after it ended. Like, maybe we're looking at a six-week window for patches. Yeah, it was really quick. It's really impressive. Cool. And uh, in terms of max level characters, have you seen anybody with some a 20 yet? Have you seen anyone with sweet gear? What's what's it looking like in the tower? Not yet. Uh, I've, the max level I've seen is 15, and that was actually not in the tower. It was in the PvP, actually, when I was playing Control. Nice. Um, so, like, I saw a hunter with a really cool cape that I really wanted, and I'm like, wow, you're level 15. That's why you just owned me. So... Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, people have been playing this game a lot, and people are getting up to max level pretty quickly. But that's because a lot of people are, like, masters at grinding this sort of thing. I I wanted to bring up, like, the people who stream 24 hours. Like, it's great promotion for the game, but I'm just curious. Will there be a lot of desire and intent to watch Destiny down the road? And my yeah. my gut feels like, in some regards, yes. In other regards, no. Like, the basic level 1 to 20 experience... Once people pass this first week go, I don't think you're going to see a lot of people like wanting to watch that. But strikes and raids, I think raids especially, if they're as difficult as we've been led to believe, that could be a very successful um, thing. And you actually brought up, before my power went out, a cool idea for competitive leaderboards regarding raid times, who can complete this on hard the fastest, you know? Yeah, exactly. I was thinking more along the lines of the game battles aspect, like what can game battles do if there's no private lobbies? Like, they can't do PvP matches. Well, they could do some sort of raid or strike leaderboard type thing. There's going to be a world first. You know it. There's raiders and <laughs> guilds who are already getting ready to try and down the Vault of Glass raid on hard yeah. to be I, the first. I expect we'll see that at least a week or two. See, I'm going to give it 10 days. I'm going to give think it 10, 10 days, days before we see the world's first Vault of Glass completion. I'll take the days. bet. 14 days. I'm thinking two weeks, man. Two weeks? All right. So I have September 19th. You have the 25th. I hope we're wrong. I hope it's like or three weeks to a month or something ridiculous. 
That's not good math. I'm sorry, listeners. <laughs> Doing math on the show, and you're even good at math, but it's dangerous, dude. 19th so and the dangerous. 23rd. Those are the two dates. Right we'll see who's right. Uh, BBC, yes, BBC ran a big article on Destiny today. It's worthwhile to read. I'm just going to hit the high points of it. It's called Destiny and the Rise of Battle-Tested Video Games. It talks about the huge and extensive testing that Bungie did in the alpha and the beta behind closed doors to ensure an optimal experience. And it notes how this, excuse me as I hiccup, is a trend for gaming that they see as a positive thing. And Bungie really emphasizes, we thought this was a good idea and we're doing this with Destiny. We want to make sure after the previous giant AAA title launches, like it notes GTA 5's catastrophic horrible online launch i don't know if you were privy to that dude but <laughs> i heard about it it was just like day one gta online everybody was like yeah and then everything crashed and it's just like it didn't no. work for weeks dude for <laughs> weeks it didn't work um it, it was awful so they tried to avoid that with all this testing and how was your experience so far was it smooth logging in have there been slow times has it been lag spikes what's it like the first time I tried to go into the tower, it took a little bit longer than I had expected. But that's because it was the first time connecting to the tower servers. Uh, okay. And ever since then, it's been as smooth as ever. Wow. So it's beta level of smooth, right? It's a little bit quicker in terms of the load times. Woo! That's exciting. I remember the alpha loading like from explore to tower took like three minutes and then the beta was only like 30 seconds and now it's just like 15 seconds so okay. it's it's just improvement that's good to hear um destiny's 500 million dollar game the article talked about that 180 million for development a marketing budget of 100 million and you had noted that the additional uh funds left over are for the dlcs and future destiny titles so we were just saying that's like hollywood numbers right there you know yeah, it's ridiculous because, like, <laughs> I'm thinking about Napoleon Dynamite. That was such a low-budget movie. Yeah. And it was so successful, right? Yeah. And with this budget, this is ridiculous. Like, some like summer blockbuster movies don't have this kind of budget. It's ridiculous. Yeah. But they have to pay for servers and a whole slew of things, too. But exactly. it is. This is and like it, Pirates of the Caribbean level, dude. And it is over the next 10 years, I'm pretty sure. It's not like Destiny, day one, September 9th launch, $500 million. That's how much it costs. No, I don't think that's true. I think it's over the next 10 years. The rest of the money is going to be for maintenance of the game and the longevity of it. Five years, too, man, of the development cycle. That was when I started college virtually. That's insane. Yeah, it's ridiculous how long that development cycle, at least for a console game. man. I know PC Master Race is going to say Half-Life 3 still waiting. It's whatever, man. Five years for any game is a really long development cycle. For a console about, game, too, dude. Oh, my word. If you think word. about Call of Duty, I mean, Halo, <laughs> yeah. Call of Duty, those were two, three, four years, whatever. Mm-hmm. This one's five, and it's really polished. It's really good. Cool. And I really don't have many more questions for you other than the level one to eight experience has been just about the same. You're now on the moon. You're continuing new story missions on the moon. Feels good, and everything's going well so far. I was telling you before... This is a game I'm not truly worried about having access to it right away. For listeners who don't know, my copy doesn't come in until like 8 or 9 tonight, so I won't get started until late this evening. But it doesn't worry me. Like With a game like Halo, you want to go to the midnight release, get it in, start playing right away, get leveling up quickly. This I'm not worried because this is a longer-term thing. It's like when a new expansion in WoW comes out. I know I've got hundreds of hours to put in instead of just 7 or 8 for the campaign. 
And I really like that feeling, you know, for a first person shooter to just come out and to have this relaxed, nice. This is going to be in my disc tray for a long time. My virtual yeah, I disc will say tray. this. If you played the beta and if you played the story missions in the beta, the first six missions might be kind of boring to you because you've already experienced it. But that being said, you've already experienced it, meaning you'll get through it a lot quicker than, you know, you would think. So just give it time. Just give it a few hours to play through the stuff that you've already played through. And it, stuff that's a little bit different, stuff that's added. I see that there's more stuff in the tower, especially with the Postmaster. Like if I'll unlock the moon, for example, that's a whole new area, right? The Postmaster will mm-hmm. say the bounty hunter has specific bounties for you. And the bounty hunter will be like, hey, I know you're going to the moon. Here's a bounty for the moon. Bring me some things for the moon. And I said the moon a lot there, but... It's just a nice addition to the game. It's just just small little things that really help with the player immersion. Cool. I'm going to skip it came from Twitter because I'm terrified that my power is actually going to go out. Diddy, can you tell our listeners about our brand new weekly segment? Bounty of the week. This is where you guys, the listeners, send us something on Twitter. Basically a task that we give you each week. And if you complete it on Twitter, we'll eventually have prizes down the road, and we will retweet you guys. Um, but basically, the task we want to give you this week is send us a picture of your fresh new Destiny character dancing in the tower. And I want to do a more specific version of this. The first time you enter the tower, which you should be level 2. You should be level 2 when you first enter the tower, or level 3, whatever, if you explored a little bit. Take a picture next to your... Um, Vanguard class dude. So if you're a hunter, take a picture next to the hunter Vanguard. If you're a Titan, so on. Yes, I'm excited. Down the road, they're going to get harder, and we're going to have some prizes as well. Some prestigious prizes. Nothing silly. Only things that people would truly want that probably don't cost us a lot of money because we don't make money from this. Yet. (laughs) Just kidding. Just kidding. All right. um, Why don't you close us out? Diddy, where can people find your content? And uh, follow your stuff. YouTube.com slash whooshness with three O's and Twitter with the same. And twitch.tv slash diddy underscore and twitch.tv slash destiny the show. All right. And you can follow at destiny the show. I think you just mentioned that. You can also email us destiny the show at gmail.com. I had somebody email me this week. Uh, if you're listening to the show, we'll get back with you. I didn't have time this time. You got to understand the game just came out, bro. Game just came out. Um, you can follow me at BBK Dragoon. iTunes listeners, we love you. Also, Diddy, um, and I wanted to thank you for the nice reviews that we had over there, which is pretty cool. Uh, you guys get the show first, as always. Every link to the today's show is down in the description below. I hope you guys enjoy Destiny a ton. I'm sorry for the short show. We did a 30-minute, I promise, but uh, my power went out, and I'm really scared that it's going to go out again. So get out there, level. Guys, the game's finally here. I'm so excited. We're going to have stuff to talk about that's not just news. Oh, it's thrilling. All right. Enjoy. Have a great week and we'll see you next time.